So speaking of weird work things, so we're on like a crunch deadline and I don't want to get Us into too. the project or anything. But like, yeah, like I don't understand it. Amazon just wants to push fucking products out the like week before we can't release code or anything. Like it's it's insane. And <laughs> so anyway, so I'm interacting with not just my team, but because half of my team is gone on vacation because that's what happens in December. Um, it's the best time to And ship. so I'm, so I'm integrating or not integrating. I'm interacting with a lot of other people on a sister team that's like we are all reporting to the same direct manager, but like I have a sub manager underneath that, that I report to. Hmm. Um, and my, I love the people on my team that report to my, me and my manager and stuff. But, um, but this other team, they operate quite a bit differently and they have like a different SDM, like a different manager and their, their manager messaged me today. He had a question about a ticket and it was like seven thirty. Oh, eight o'clock. And I don't know if he realized that I'm on the East coast oh. um, because they're all in Seattle and he was messaging me. And he was asking me a question, and I, I was like, okay. And I was be, trying to be as formal and, and proper as po- possible because I'd literally never talked to this guy before. I've just been in meetings with him. And I was like, okay, if you want me to do X, Y, and Z, then please make sure to send an email to me and this other person and this other person, and I'll make sure to look at it first thing tomorrow morning. I'm at home right now. He was like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. I mean, you were already assigned to this ticket, but I just wanted to talk to you. And the thing, the reason why I bring this whole thing up is strictly because – he used an emoji that I haven't seen in many, many, many years. Eggplant? Which was no, <laughs> no, no. It was it was a text. It was a text emoji, and it was colon dash greater than symbol. So it looks like a smiley face, but like with a like a with pointed a great, smiley like, face, like a happy bird. Yeah, <laughs> oh. and I and I didn't know if that was mad. Like it, when I first saw it, I was like, was he is he frowning at me? Is he making like some weird thing? No, that's just how he signs off. Like like I'm not trying to be unpleasant. Texts with this weird colon dash greater than symbol, and I was like thrown off by it, and I didn't respond to him for like eight minutes. Uh, and he was like, does that all sound good to you? And I was like, oh yeah, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> this That's this so happened awkward. earlier tonight. It was it was so it, it it made me feel super awkward because I'd never talked to this guy before, and like the internal, you know, Amazon, I don't know, dialogue is always very it's very very PC. It's very PC. Huh. Um, in a, in a lot of cases, until you take people out to bars and they get a couple drinks in them, and they're like, "Hey, this isn't a work function." Uh, but uh, let me tell you this really horrible thing that you must never repeat to anybody, lest I definitely lose my job. Oh my um, god! That happened. That happened to me once, and um, so yeah, it's it's very PC in office, so I can never tell whose phone is if dinging? people are being like super aggressive or passive aggressive. It's not me. It's not my it's phone. It's mine. Uh, hang on. I gotta. I don't know what to do god, about Josh. it. Josh. So how how are you still employed? <laughs> so it. This <laughs> anyway. Continue. It just it just it just threw me off. That's that's all. Like it was such a weird thing because I never talked to this guy before, and people on my team are very good at interacting over text because they mm. they've oh, since their team has been formed they've always had remote workers and they've huh. specifically had remote workers that work in drastically different time zones so they're for, as far as i'm concerned they're very good about tone and like how they ex, like express things to each other and, and they use emojis in different ways to be like i'm telling you something serious smiley face because it's not that serious of a thing even though it could be read that way and um hmm. And I appreciate that about the team because they they really understand it. But then you go outside of that team, and these and I got a lot of very direct, stern words from this guy. And then he ended in this weird emoji, and I was like, 
wait, was the whole conversation supposed to be with this kind of playful tone? Because it could be read that way, but I had no idea because this dude's a manager. And sometimes managers at Amazon and in general in tech are very just like, get your shit done when you're a developer. So I was, I was thrown. That's wow. my little tidbit of today. I was, I was very thrown earlier tonight, <laughs> like literally two hours ago. Oh, man. I was finishing dinner. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, uh, time out, though, for a second, because um, I, I literally don't know how to get this to stop dinging whenever somebody texts me. Like, you, you, I, you take the little switch on the side of your phone? No, 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 it's not my phone. It's my computer. Oh. Turn your speakers so computer, off. I can't. It, my, I have no control over that. It's because it's my input is set to my, um, my blackjack, the, the interface that I have. And uh-huh. so, like, my system sounds aren't, but are just going oh, into so that. You go into system, and you go to sounds, and you, there's a special section that says what device you want to send system sounds to. Hang on. Play, wait. Um, play sound effects through, oh, MacBook Pro speakers. Oh, and I don't want to do that. I want to do, I want to set it to, well, shit. What do I do? Hang on. Well, you can play through oh, the speakers just, and mute your speakers. Oh, I can just turn the alert volume down. Well, yes. well because of the touch bar, though, I don't, it, it grays out all my audio, my audio <laughs> settings. Because it's, oh, uh, good Lord. Yeah, gotta love that touch bar, oh, man. man. Um, yeah, so I've got it. I've got it fixed now. I think. Hmm. Anyway, by the way, we also can't put my work thing in our podcast. Fine. <laughs> so that's the transition into Mike's thing. We've already I feel completely like, derailed. The I feel whole like eighty percent of the stuff we talk about, Josh, is the chaos at your work. How like. M- poorly managed it is i'm surprised it's still afloat every day you just barely escape getting fired and then yes. this would be like great material but uh can't publish yeah, it, it would be it would but but it would turn out to be like the documentary that Firefest documentary that <laughs> like yeah it would be a nightmare um so rob are you drinking coffee right now no this at is, night? This is, a, what is a glass of red wine oh okay i because thought it looked like coffee to me so Happy holidays, everyone. I ordered a case of 14 bottles of wine. <gasps> Did you do the naked wines thing? Uh, it's the the Wall Street Journal wine thing that I, oh, I saw okay. in the Subway ads. <laughs> and See, they got you. Subway ads fucking got I was, you. I know. I was just staring at that for like <laughs> days. And I was like, nope, nope. And then finally I was like, well, how much is it? <laughs> And then, and then I look into it, and it's like, all right, you can get you can get twelve bottles for like ninety uh, something. Like, let's say that's a hundred bucks after tax. Um, it, you can do white or a mixture or red. But if you pick the red package, they'll throw in a couple of extra. So of course I did that. So I got fourteen <laughs> bottles for a hundred bucks. Okay, what's this deal? <laughs> Actually, no, no, the only this, reason this I bring podcast up naked is sponsored wine. by WSJ Wines. <laughs> So I bring that up, bring up Naked Wines is because I, Kelly and I did that. I think like I did that. Last year? Yeah. A, we did like a, it was like, if you buy this specific thing, it's like 12 bottles of wine for 60 bucks. And I was like, are you joking me? Are, are they the ones and that then do the tasting actually, kit? Yeah, they also do a tasting kit. They But like this thing we signed up for, and it turns out like what we, what it was actually offering wasn't exactly what was kind of advertised, which is not true. But like, hmm. it was like, get these 12 garbage wines. And I was oh. like, oh, that's, that's obviously what it is. And, um, but we ended up paying, I think we ended up paying a hundred bucks for, for 14 wines or something. So mm-hmm. it was actually, or 14, maybe 12 or 14. And it, it wasn't bad. But the problem is, Kelly and I only drink wine very sparingly. Like, we don't drink it casually because, yeah. you know, I have a drinking problem and all I do is binge drink. And so, <laughs> 
like we so we had all these wines and i think we still have like one or two from that pack maybe a year and a half ago mm. um so it's aged maybe <laughs> aged maybe, that, maybe that's the California key wine. So you just have to have alcohol that's so bad that you won't binge drink it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i i i almost never have I, I think I used to a while back, uh, at least when I was living in Spain, but like I never have wine at home. And I, for a while, I also never even had just any alcohol. The only time I drink was when I was going out socially, which right. is a, a nice way to, to regulate it. Um, but then, you know, my parents are coming, so I figured uh, th- there'll be a lot time of us to get drunk. hanging no, out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom likes her glass of wine. Yeah, I was a... <laughs> So, Rob, I don't know when this is going to go up, but I guess we could ask the question, what are you guys doing for the holidays? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about, like, Halloween, I think, in the last episode, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I'm not going anywhere, which is really nice. And I didn't do that yeah, for Thanksgiving either. Me too. Oh, nice. I, uh, wow. yeah, I'm, I mean, actually, we're going to have quite a few people in here because be both my parents staying with us and Mary's mom. So that's three extra people in my small apartment. But right. it'll be cozy. We'll have 14 mm-hmm. bottles of wine. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. What about you, Josh? You're just hanging out in California? Yeah, well, we did, uh, we did a different... We did something different this year where we went home to Michigan to visit family and all that over the Thanksgiving week, which mm-hmm. we haven't done in... We haven't done that since we moved out to California, which has been almost 10 years of being out here. Do you and, normally do uh, Christmas? We normally do Christmas, okay. but because of work schedules and all that, we ended up switching it up and, and coming back during Thanksgiving week. And, you know, it was it was like... I don't know. It was... Uh, it was nice, but at the same time, it was just not enough. Like we couldn't appease everyone because we yeah. only had a week, and we couldn't see everybody we wanted to or give mm. enough time to everybody. And it was mm-hmm. just like somebody p- was disappointed. It just by the time we left, we were just like, this just doesn't feel. I don't know. It just still doesn't feel mm-hmm. good. Like I, it was yeah. weird. It's kind of like that sometimes when I go to North Carolina with Mary because. She, you know, like it's her hometown and she has a lot of people to see, but it's nice when I go, or, well, when we go see my parents, like we did Thanksgiving in Mexico, was it Latin? a couple years ago, maybe? And mm-hmm. it's great because you're just, it's just your parents the whole time. So that was like a solid week of just yeah. us and them. You know, you don't know anyone else in the country. <laughs> what do you guys generally like better, Thanksgiving or Christmas? I feel like this comes up. I've, I've been surprised before. <sighs> well... I so Thanksgiving's tough now for me. Um so I don't know. I've never I've never been like a huge Thanksgiving person. I think I've always if I had to pick, I definitely think I prefer Christmas regardless. Why yeah. why is Thanksgiving tough as opposed to Christmas? I mean, given everything that happened last year, um, you know, with my dad dying and stuff. So it's kind of it's a tough holiday. Yeah. So um yeah. It's uh, but Christmas is is a little bit better. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's. I mean, it's always been like two days off or three days off, or with you know college and high school, or you know when you were in school and stuff. Um, it was. It's always. 
I just like it because it feels like there's more time off or like more available time. Because if if things line up in the perfect way, you end up getting like a whole week off with Christmas and New Year's, especially on years like this where I think Christmas is like a Wednesday. So like you've got these weird, awkward days where people are like, yeah, well, I'm just going to take Thursday and Friday off. And oh, I might as well take Monday and Tuesday off because it's going to be New Year's. Who wants to work on New (laughs) Year's Eve? And oh, Wednesday's going to be a free day. So I might as well take off Wednesday. You know, Wednesday I'm off for free anyway. So I'm kind of I kind of like this time of year because there's just two weeks of no one's really going to be working or doing anything and it still kind of feels like that like college you know or like high school middle school like time of just freedom exactly at at work it's totally a ghost town after middle of december so i keep telling myself i've got one more week and then uh like i i took pto time for for the week of christmas but then i also just blocked out my calendar as work from home for the week after (laughs) christmas because like no one's gonna be there anyway sure (laughs) and and if there's no work to do then my work from home is just another vacation so basically just the entire month of december and january (laughs) is just i'll just forget things will start picking up in february and then maybe by march we'll actually be up like this no no no, no, all the wheels spinning yeah no because then it's spring break mike then i gotta take two weeks off for spring break and then oh then it's april you know what april may we can work we could do some serious work but by june (laughs) beach season you know i gotta go get that beach mm -hmm. i'm taking off every friday (laughs) and by june you start ramping up to fourth of july so yeah there's by the end of june i really don't want to work because i got a whole bunch of stuff for fourth of july and then that whole week is just done (laughs) you know (laughs) so maybe we'll get some work done mid-july and then (laughs) august oh and september september's a big thing i got a fall festival go to yeah i get you oh and when's arbor day that's in there somewhere too (laughs) all about the trees oh yeah I mean, yeah. you know, my That's philosophy day for me. work as little as possible. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but what, I was What's your say, favorite, uh, Josh? Well, I, obviously not Thanksgiving because of the mass bird slaughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's really sad to me. Because, um, you know, I have a thing for birds. Yeah. Um, but Christmas is good, I guess. It's like, I, I, I don't... And then, you know, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm more into Christmas because... Of like you guys said, like the whole it's like the whole week is is that. So as far as work goes, it's it's much you know more loose, which is kind of yeah nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's this, not even it's not even about the holiday though, right? It's it's more about just getting time off work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love the presents, so I, I sure. think I think Christmas is my favorite just because of the presents. But see, I got to be honest, I love with you, the food. That's the part I don't on Christ- like on Thanksgiving. The presents are the part I don't like. Same, because I I don't want to deal with it. I don't what I don't like. I'm I've become what? so. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was all about you know getting presents and all this kind of stuff. And now, as uh-huh. I'm in my, the you know later years of my life, um, yeah, don't give me anything. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm more into like t- quality time. Same. Well, same. I'm gonna get that anyway. But if I can also get presents on top, like, like so, like Thanksgiving is the holiday of like just quality time. Christmas mm-hmm. is that plus you give you get shit and you give shit so I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I feel like it's an it's an opportunity for more stuff to go wrong. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> well, with gifts, like you could give something that's just not right for the person, and then both people feel crappy, and then there's this awkward thing where the people receiving it is like, "Thanks, I guess," and the person giving it's like, "I can tell they weren't so excited." Or even if they were into the gift and they didn't act like it, the person giving it would be 
oh no, what did I, did I screw up? And then it's like, it causes all this like social anxiety that's just not See, necessary. Man. Here's the thing, Rob, you just don't have, Rob just doesn't have this, so, the same level of anxiety that you and I do, I think, Josh. That's, that's where it's at. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you, you worry about giving bad presents a little, a little too much. A lot. I mean, See, but I, I do worry about the reaction. And actually, it's funny you, you brought that up because um, back when, when I had a, a therapist, I brought this up to her about how I think it was right after the holidays. It's like, I feel like just a terrible person because like, I, I can't be excited enough. And she's like, what do you mean? And anyway, like I was unwrapping presents and I was genuinely excited and like glad to get whatever the hell I got. Um but I just couldn't show it on my face. Like I couldn't just gear up that amount of energy that I thought was necessary. And I, mm -hmm. and so I don't know. I just I felt like, oh, I'm happy on the inside, but I hope that you are getting this because I'm not really communicating it. Yeah, there's a <laughs> performance aspect too. Yeah, like you have to <laughs> be excited enough about getting, you know, a pair of socks from your aunt. You know, it's like. Right. But know. now I'm just See, trying to be more comfortable. Just you know, that's how I am. So. Yeah, I my my thing is is I just I'm an affable adult who has the ability to buy things for themselves. Yes. Yeah. So like presents in general are really hard for me because usually by the time my birthday or Christmas or whatever comes up, I've already gotten everything that I want, and if I haven't, I'm planning on buying it myself anyways. <laughs> you know, so. and no one the the only things that I don't have are like. No one, some are things that people aren't going to buy for me, right? Like and no also, one's going to buy me a brand new MacBook Pro. Right, no one's exactly. going to buy me a new monitor, right? right? And, and that's not really a personal gift anyways. That's just a thing you give someone. I'd rather have someone be like, hey, dude, we're going to put, I'm going to put like $200 towards a plane ticket so that you and I can go do something. Or like, or, you know, one year my mom bought us, Chris, or brought us, bought our tickets to come back to Michigan. I was like, that's all you got to get me. And of course she got us more because it's my mom. But like that kind of stuff means more to me than a physical gift from somebody because it means that there's yeah. like an intention behind it. Uh, and I should, gifts have intention behind them and I totally get that. But like, I am just not a physical goods gift person. One year I got you a Plex Pass for Christmas. <laughs> well, that, well that, <laughs> but that's the thing. Th yeah. That has a long-term intention gift you yeah, know yeah. um and i i appreciate that and it to this day no one's gotten me a plex pass because i just buy my own <laughs> yeah know? i need to buy another one uh, yeah but so uh, but rob, like and and rob got me a japanese sex toy once <laughs> <laughs> so i hold mean on, that hold was, on hold on i did not know that that, that was a good quality time gift right there what, wait, wait is this you when you went to japan what? No, no, no. This was, this was like, I think when we got married or something. Like, when was this that you oh, gave me this? You remember what? that thing? Yeah, no, it wasn't Japanese. I got it in Brooklyn. <laughs> you did? Then why was it all what? written in Japanese? Why did you get me a, what the hell, Rob? I thought it was like, there's nothing special about it then other than it's just a, here you go. I think, what the okay, I, I vaguely remember what this is. It's like an egg. And it was like yes. an egg. And in it, the yes. yes. And in my defense, I was wandering by cuz it was around, <laughs> you know, wedding time and there was this shop very classy, you know, artisanal Brooklyn shop. And I pop in and I was like, "Ooh, bachelor party present." Y you know, oh. kind of like something something raunchy, something funny. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't like, "Here, you and Vanessa can enjoy this." <laughs> No, it was it that was makes great. way more sense. 
I, I I thought it was uh, it was it was it was hilarious. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like bachelorette parties, girls they have like penis cakes and stuff. So you mm-hmm. know, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not give jo- Josh a pleasure toy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so actually it's funny you t- when you mentioned your therapist, so I don't want to get too deep into this subject or anything, but I, I just started going to therapy myself. Cause like, you know, a lot of people do that. And, and especially out here, out West, it's like, I mean, and in New York, a therapist. dude, it, New York, it's like, I, I was looking up therapists, like just near my work and it was like easily 70 offices within like less than a quarter mile distance of my office. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's crazy. So I had my first I had my first session, which is actually the first time I went to therapy in my entire life at 34 years old. But anyways, um, and uh, it was uh, I'll just tell you this because it reminded me of. So back up a couple nights ago, I went to see the the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Not, I haven't not heard yet. It's good, though. It's a good movie, but it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. OK. And I just, I just got weird vibes. I was just like, man, I know he's a good guy. I know Mr. Rogers, obviously, like a great guy, right? But mm-hmm. he just gave me these weird vibes. I was just like, he's kind of weird, though. He's just weird. I don't know. Like, why does he talk like that? And why is he just? Ah, I don't know. He's is he too nice. He's, he's too nice and too even keel. I, there's just something's not. It's just unsettling to me. Okay. So, um, so I, I go through my whole therapy session, and uh, and and this is the the very first, <laughs> the very first visit with my therapist, and we're going over my background and all this stuff. And at the very end, he goes, "All right, so um, uh, this has been great. Uh, do you have any other questions?" And I was like, "Yeah, your professional opinion on Mister Rogers." <laughs> oh my God, you did not, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> and he's like, I don't think I've ever really given it much thought. And I was like, well, I just saw the movie, and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. Well, we'll save that like, for the next session. He's like, the session just ended. We can't get into this right now. Yeah, no, yeah. I just opened up a whole can of worms with that one, apparently. No, I didn't. He, yeah. But he he was like, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to see the movie. And it was just really funny. <laughs> I was like, you should, because I feel like there's something. there was something going on with that guy. Interesting. There had to have been. Maybe it was just the way that Tom Hanks portrayed him, because I think the documentary is one thing, and then the biopic is another, right? Yeah. Right, because that would be Hanks' interpretation of what he thought Mr. Rogers was. So whatever you're reading might be Hanks. Yes, it could be I think it might be very, very difficult to portray him exactly how he was. Yeah. Specifically because it's Mr. Rogers, because, like, you're right, that all the same traits, personality traits, someone else trying to do it, it could... It could definitely be like, un- you know, like the Uncanny Valley where you get yeah. close but not exact. Yeah. It, we talked about that on what, one of our podcast episodes. I think yeah, yeah. that's what happened with Tom Hanks in the Mr. Rogers movie. Mm-hmm. He seemed too human. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't quite. Yeah. It's actually amazing. He wasn't quite human enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, but what what you're uh, saying, Mike, about like just you're an adult, so you can buy yourself stuff. Well, what yeah. I, I do is I, I kind of like plan ahead for that, and I um like leading up to my birthday, if there's impulse, because I you know I'll impulse shop on Amazon, and for me, I just 
I just move my mouse a little bit further, and instead of buying, I just throw it in my list. And then <laughs> I start accumulating this list, and I just send my parents yeah. a link. I'm like, all right, pick something from there. Or use this yeah. as inspiration and buy something similar. Um, yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I agree. I, I, I love it when someone really kind of surprises me with something I didn't expect. Those are mm-hmm. the best. But I don't know. Sometimes my parents are like, well, how about we give you an Amazon gift card? I'm like, no, Mom, that would be terrible. And I don't know. I talked to this about um, with people at work, and they think gift cards are wonderful. It's money. How, how would you not want money? And I'm like, well, no, I want like I want a thing. First of all, I want right. the unwrapping, the unboxing moment of like, ooh, I have a thing. But then also just, you know, they at least they chose it. Even if it's yeah. from a list of stuff that I like, at least they picked it yeah. out and they gave it to me. I'm I'm not expecting everyone to, you know, maybe make a little craft for me or anything, but right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's 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 interesting because I I think I used to or I, I still kind of do that because I usually keep just a, a running Amazon list of of things mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, if I've got a couple bucks. But my problem is that I think over the years, um, I I've accumulated a bunch of just stuff that like I I love getting comics. I love like. I love getting comics as gifts, but they have to be very particular because a lot of the times I've already bought them myself, not just on impulse, oh, yeah. I but like get you I subscribe. <laughs> right. And I, I feel like, because in the past people have gotten it, and I've gotten me something. I'm just like, oh, I never would read this like normally, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but like, there there are obviously exceptions. And I think there's a whole plethora of comics out there that I would definitely enjoy. I just would never consider picking up. But even still, like, uh, like we're doing like a friend's friends christmas exchange with some people that i know in michigan and and for that list i was i put in some very specific comics i put in a handful of small gadgets because it had to be under a certain dollar amount and i was like these these are things that i would like or this is a replacement for something that i have or you know and stuff because i at the end of the day though i still have like a whole bookshelf of books that i probably haven't read like i like i look at my bookshelf right now and kelly and i were just talking about this about me boxing up all the comics that i've read and just keeping the bookshelf of books that i haven't read yeah and even then that's not going to clear out the bookshelf oh man like there's the, the bookshelf is still going to have two full rows worth of comics that i need to sit down and read on top of all the books that i get digitally that i'm, I'm buying I like, have such a for myself every week yeah and that's the thing it's so like books and things like that that would be easy gifts i feel for a lot of people are really tough because i read and i consume so much of that stuff already um like i have a backlog of of stuff that i already own that i need to read so books are out and then gadgets and stuff i usually just buy for myself you know like i will say like the boom arm that i'm using right now wasn't a gift but the neck piece that holds my microphone was a gift Mm -hmm. that my mom got me two years ago because in the long term i was like i'm gonna buy a boom arm and i thought that you could only get like the the hundred dollar boom arms and then it turns out they're much cheaper than that there are so, I, so my mom got me the you know the 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 seventy dollar or something blue microphone thing for the Yeti the shock and mount, that's, yeah the shock mount and it's really nice but it's just been sitting on my shelf for almost two years oh, because I just haven't had a boom arm to actually attach it to and so finally I made the purchase when I saw Rob had like the cheap one oh, and yeah. it's not cheap that it's like poorly made but it's just it is cheap it doesn't cost a it's lot cheap stuff you find and it works and it super works <laughs> if it breaks well. I'll get so another I finally, one <laughs> I've finally been able to do that but now I, I have the boom arm I have the cable I have the microphone I have the stand I don't need any more of that podcast stuff like that's a limited thing and until the boom arm breaks or yep. somebody wants to pay for the $100 road boom arm that you can get um, yeah. like I don't I don't necessarily need that stuff so like I start to the problem is that I've got all this stuff and it's accumulated and it hasn't just like gone away because it's not consumable. It's a single thing that just sticks around, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's weird. And I don't even have time for video games. I don't have time for, you know, new movies and stuff I get elsewhere. So like 
at this point, I just want to be like, hey, if you've got money and you're going to spend it on a gift, let's do something together. Let's take that money and put it towards something you and I or you and a group can go and do. We can all do together. Um, I would much I love that, that idea. Than, than gifts because I, I don't need physical things. What I need is more time with the people that I want to spend with. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're going down a dangerous path uh, saying that, Mike. And I'll tell so. you why. I'll tell you why. Because you think it's bad enough to get a bad gift that's a tangible thing and it's just a quick little moment of being like, oh, thanks, and you just throw it in a drawer or you dump it or do whatever. But if someone gets you a bad gift that involves time doing something... Sure. <laughs> like, but like, then you are it, invested in that for as long as Then you're is. in Florida for a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and sure. it's humid. Sure. And <laughs> but, like, but that's the thing. It, it's then, then that's where the part of the gift comes in, and it's not just a monetary value. It comes into, oh, I'm going to get this thing for Mike. What does Mike like to do that I would do with him? Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, or something like that. Um, and that's where like, the, the, the thought goes into it, and I feel like someone goes, oh, shit, I pegged Mike. I know exactly what he wants, and we're going to go do that thing. Even if it's as simple as we're going to go out to eat like these gourmet tacos. You know how much I would love to go just have dinner with someone and just eat gourmet tacos? That'd be fucking incredible. Ooh, and that's like that. a $40 <laughs> thing, and you just go do that. And that's a, that's a, to me, that is a very, very good gift because it's an hour or two of your time, and it's really, really good food, and it's time spent together, you know? Yeah, um, I like that. But that's, yeah. I, it's good that's philosophy. Me. That doesn't really solve it to get my brother, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, right. that's the other thing is you also have to like the person that's that's getting you that too. Yeah, uh enough. Yeah. Like it, it you know, otherwise you're stuck spending time with somebody or you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a little bit risky, but but I like the con- I like what you're saying though cuz I, I that's sure. how I feel is like if it's somebody that's close to me uh that you know, I I actually want to spend time with and stuff. Like I I just I don't know. Like I I like spending time with with um with my immediate family and stuff more than just the actual stuff. Sure. Yeah. I don't know I mean, when that changed, but it did. So you guys are you guys are, you know, have extended family with children now. Do you see yourselves as being the aunts and or the uncles um or families that like spoil the ki- the nephews and nieces that you have because me personally anytime I have a chance to buy something for my nephew, I just do it and just go, "Here, I got this for this kid." Like <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> He's, I mean, he's nine. Okay. So, like, he's he obviously appreciates all the Pokemon stuff that I buy him because he's just like, yeah, more Pokemon, and he's screaming and yelling about it. But I was gonna say, um, I don't, I don't feel any of that, not yet, because he's okay. barely sentient. I mean, yeah, yeah. Josh, I don't know if you have that with Vanessa. That's why mostly why I bring it up because she has brothers and sisters with kids, right? Yeah, yeah, I, okay. yeah. But I don't really, I don't really have that. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm okay. Not that yeah. you're not cool, Uncle Josh. Not cool. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, not really. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I mean, it doesn't help that we're like so far away too. So like, I don't, I don't get to um, be a part of their lives regularly. Anyway, I mean, I, I, I do like, you know, um, I when obviously when we visit and stuff. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I bring it up only because I like I'm, you know, I've seen. I, I, you could count the number of times I've hung out with my nephew, like on two hands, maybe or th- two hands, four hands, whatever. <laughs> and but like to this day, still like he knows Uncle Mike. Like he knows that when I'm coming by, he's gonna like he just hounds me, and that's all he wants to do is hang out with me for like <laughs> the four hours that we have together. Because one, I am the uncle that will just sit and play Pokemon with him, or I am the uncle that will like listen to him explain all the action figures that he's got and like, their dramas and dilemmas that are plaguing them at the current moment. <laughs> um, not not yeah. not because I'm necessarily interested, but Pokemon I totally am interested in. But like 
you know, I, I don't really care about the other stuff, but I also like get a lot of the the toys and all the stuff that he's playing with because it is half an interest of mine. Like I'm fo- I followed some of the things like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I know a lot of stuff about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because it was a huge thing when I was a kid, and that's why like my brother buys him that stuff because he really loved that stuff when he was a kid. But my brother also has to spend all the time with him. So, like, when I come by, my brother's like, oh, good, someone that can play with him with these toys and can talk to him for three hours. Um, <laughs> did, so, yeah. Did I tell you about my Maybe. My, my cousin in, in Texas who I uh, who was like that? I, um, I went to Texas for my aunt's 50th wedding anniversary. So it was this, like, big wedding, uh, not wedding, uh, big family get-together. And um, one of my, it's actually, it's my cousin's kid. So I don't know what. That makes him a, a second cousin. Second cousin. Yeah. Anyway, he's like six or maybe five. And mm-hmm. I was hanging out with him for a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? I bet he would enjoy the Nintendo Switch that I brought with me. And so I brought that out. <laughs> and it was like, holy shit, I've never seen a video game before. And, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, no, what have I done? And we played that yeah. like all day. And then I had to put it away. And he hounded me like, can we play Nintendo now? Can we play Nintendo I know. now? Oh, my God, that's and the worst. And then he would like tell their parents. And then the parents would call me and be like, say, Rob, uh, he wants to play Nintendo with you. <laughs> and then I went back to New York, you know, and... um they they like to to use Alexa to call grandma, which is my aunt, um, oh, and and they used um, my my cousin texted me first to see if it was okay, but they used Alexa to call me, and um, and is you know basically unintelligible five year old talk, but he was like when 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 you come back to grandma's house, can you bring the Nintendo Switch and we'll play <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> And I was like, "Yeah, buddy, I will." I don't probably be another five years before I come back yeah, to Texas, exactly. but sure. But you know, he will hold on to that memory for five years. Yeah, and he'll next time you see him, be like, "So, um, you got you got a Nintendo Switch too?" Like, I heard about those because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm ten years old now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how my nephew is. Is he he knows all about all this stuff, but he doesn't have any yeah. of it, right? And because like he goes to school with kids that are probably a little bit better off. And so, like, he knows about Minecraft, and he knows you can get it on your phone, and then you can play it on an iPad, or you can play it on the Switch. And so my brother bought a Switch for my mom's house that he can't take with him, but when he's at the house, he gets, like, a certain allotted amount of time that he can play it while mm-hmm. he's there. And uh, But he knows everything there is to know. I don't know where he's getting all this information. Lunchtime. But the, the kid, <laughs> I mean, he's got, like, all of the Pokemon memorized. He knows how to build these really complex structures in Minecraft. And I'm like, I forgot what children are like that they are so they just because I, I remember being that kid, just absorbed sucking your mind into things and just knowing all of it by memory yeah and not having to look it up or relying on anything it's 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 bizarre it's it's not bizarre i mean it's it's impressive i just forget like i'm like god put this kid in a math class or <laughs> put him in like a, a language class so that he will be fluent in spanish and know no one who speaks spanish except for him like <laughs> please yeah. someone I, yeah, I, mean, I know Pokemon cards. The kid's cards really smart, but so like, well. yeah. Yeah, Pokemon I, cards I, are, I, yeah, example. I remember when I was younger, I had Pogs. <laughs> pogs, yeah. That's what I did. Dude, me too. Just play those stupid Pogs. Like, that's a, just the, the slammers the slammer, and everything. Yeah. I, I think but I've got you, a whole bunch of slammers at my parents' house. But when you were younger, you knew all the rules to Pog, though. Right, like you knew how that like, if you slammed mm-hmm. a thing and the pog flipped over, yeah, like all this stuff, like you knew all the rules to the system and you knew how to hit the pog system in a certain way, and you would just try and try and try and try. It's it's and it's you probably crazy. had a portfolio of different slammers. You'd yes. be like, hmm, let me let me bring out the platinum one today. Exactly, I exactly. I did. I but I don't remember how it's played anymore. I just know I knew I how know. to do it at one point, and I did. It was like gambling in elementary school. I, they, they yeah, I know. Ban it. 
they, they banned it at my school when I was going to school in Grand Rapids oh for that specific reason, because it was like gambling. On April 6, 1991, the teacher brought in four tubes of milk caps from a local dairy that manufactures dairy products and juices. Boom! Then it happened. The kids played the game and were hooked. Everyone wanted to play. How the kids even named them. They named them P-O-G-S from the acronym of passion fruit, orange, and guava, the three types of juices produced at the local dairy. News of this craze spread fast, and a local TV station ran a story on it. <laughs> this sparked the first tournament at the school. Since early 1991, the milk cap game's gone from that school in Hawaii throughout the United States to as far as Japan, and it's expected to go worldwide. You can go to the swabbing or the store and get a starter pack for less than five bucks. A starter kit usually has 16 milk caps and three slammers. When you start collecting a lot or buying a lot, you're gonna want one of these to store them in. I'm Jesse Hines and I got a bail for now. So whether you got a collection of five or 500 milk caps, keep on slamming. Yeah, but it was so much fun. <laughs> Bring Pogs back. That's the, Bring Pogs I can't wait back. for that resurgence somehow. Pogs will somehow come back. Actually, yeah. that's a lie. Pogs have come back. They're called enamel pins. Oh, They're back. Well, yeah, um, enamel pins. But as a game. Yeah, <laughs> In, yeah, it is a game. Yeah, there's no game. Well, because half of it was just collecting. You well, wanted to yeah. get the shiny I think what Simpsons it is. character, stuff. you know? Right. Pokemon cards, yeah, Pogs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever, Power Rangers, I don't know. CDs. Yeah. It became CDs for me in high school, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what are we so going to talk about today? <laughs> 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 so, oh, I've been de I've decided that I think I like spike seltzer water better than beer. If only because it doesn't make me feel bloated. <laughs> you know what? I have to tell you that this is so crazy you're saying that, Mike, because for years before like White Claw and the whole craze came out, Vanessa's been making this drink for herself. Like she came up with this idea before. Gin and tonic. It was, like, well, well, no, I thing. think yeah, that's the thing. Gin and tonic. <laughs> I think like a, a you know a, a, a whiskey on the rocks is it's essentially the same thing. It's just now it's canned and it's in like it's got five well, percent alcohol instead of liquor. What, what, yeah. So first of all, Mike came over to our place a while back and you had some of that and you're like try this or whatever. It's this big craze you're still the only one i know <laughs> who drinks it but oh, i really? i am aware that it is a, a popular thing i just no but i mean i don't know the, in the, in what the, circles <laughs> the actual like flavored water is that was that a thing before La Croix? i mean that's i have La, a whole La, fridge La, full of them lacroix La or whatever <laughs> yeah with, yeah. Uh, with vodka she was making that forever oh, and then it just right. became like vodka a huge craze and and we were like looking around going like why didn't we freaking get in touch with distributors and can this shit? Huh. Yeah. Like we would have been, you know. But anyway, well, I, but I, I, I agree with you though. I've been drinking it a lot lately myself, especially when it's like a hot day here, and it's like yeah. it's like really refreshing to. Um, and I, I think I like what she what we make ourselves better because we can put you know we can obviously put more vodka in or whatever. But oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I have found myself instead of drinking whiskey and diet, I've just been drinking whiskey and flavor like Lacroix or. Uh, I actually buy bubbly because it's super cheap on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, oh. I buy cases of bubbly and have it what's, sent to my house. What's bubbly? It's just another flavored seltzer water. Um, oh, okay. It's okay. It kind of actually, I kind of don't like it as much as compared to Schweppes 
or compared to LaCroix because it leaves kind of a like a it doesn't leave like a film in your mouth, but it kind of leaves like a chalky taste in your mouth if you drink mm-hmm. a bunch of it. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not. I don't love it, but it's it's cheap, um, and I want to drink it rather than I usually go to the corner store and I buy twenty ounce sodas, you know, for a buck fifty each, and it's it, mathematically it's it's slightly let me, cheaper. Let me let me find the the ASIN for you, but the uh, uh, <laughs> forty eight pack of Lacroix is cheaper than bubbly because I was about to get some more bubbly. Interesting. And oh, the, yeah. the, the but the thing is, I have the bubbly unsubscribe and save. Still. Is it still cheaper? I mean, you only get 5% off. Subscribe and save is a scam. (laughs) I just like that things just show up at my house every month. Like, I've got it scheduled with my Soylent so that I always have a Soylent for four days out of the week. Yeah. um, All through every month. It's it's perfect. But um, still, LaCroix is cheaper on Amazon. I'm going to look that up. That's crazy. I think that's it. Um, But yeah, I got it. And it was, it's four 12 packs of of drinks for uh wow 30 34 bucks and i just like i'm still going through it i bought it a while back and it's just filled mm-hmm. my fridge so there's a there's a little pleasure of just having a huge stockpile of something that you like oh yeah speaking of trends that i'm totally out of the loop of i was it was all music today <laughs> sorry sorry that's another <laughs> thing anyway keep going shut the fuck up <laughs> I was uh I was on my way home and um I ordered some salads to pick up across the street from my place cuz I was lazy to make dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh it's at this pizza place uh for Nino and I walk in and the guy knows me he's like hey Rob cuz I apparently order salads a lot. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and he goes down to to grab my food and while I'm waiting behind the register I see that someone's got like this this white like corrugated box or whatever. Um, like push pin on the wall and then it looks like there's like a pizza and it's on the box and then it's got duct tape and it has a little art label that says pizza hundred thousand dollars and i was like wow oh. someone was bored at work today but i was like that's this kind of clever and then i was about to take a picture of it and post it to twitter but i forgot and then like 10 minutes later i go upstairs and i was talking to mary and she shows me this picture on on Facebook, and it was like a hamburger duct taped to the wall, and and it said like one hundred and twenty thousand dollars or whatever. And she's like, "Do you get this?" And I looked at it, and I was like, "I don't get it, but I just saw that downstairs. What is going on?" Mm-hmm. Do you understand this, Mike? I, I know what this is, and I heard that it had something to do with a an art exhibit that had a banana taped to a wall. But maybe yes. Mike can tell us more. Yeah, so there was there. I, I mean, I only saw some headlines and some people ranting about it on Twitter about how stupid or genius it was. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Somebody went to an art gallery and duct tape a banana to a wall, and it sold for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, right, as a piece of art. And then I think later that day or the next day, the person who bought it ate the banana. <laughs> and they were like, and he and people were asking him, they're like, why, why did you eat it? He's like, well, I would have eaten it that day, but I wasn't hungry. <laughs> so wow. like it's it's become this big almost like meme of like we've duct taped this stuff to the wall and someone will pay an absorbent amount of money because art is trash or something. I don't know. But that's like yeah. the long and short of it is. It's like the new Marcel Mar- Marcel Duchamp who did the um uh, the uh, absurdist art with the um, the urinal on its side, and he put that in in a museum 
and called it mm. art, and that kind of like kicked off this new phase of postmodernism or whatever. Oh, sure. I'm sure that there are. I mean, there there is some actual art person out there who can explain this yeah. to us, but I I don't know what this is. It's just it became a kind of a, a meme on Twitter. It's not really a meme. It was kind of a it was like a thing. It was a thing people were talking about for a short while all the time yeah. about someone had bought a fucking banana duct tape to a wall for a hundred and twenty thousand. I when, when I heard the the original story that it was a banana, I thought maybe this was an Arrested Development joke. <laughs> Yeah, Netflix just invested a shitload of money in a big old joke. By the yeah. way, I just want to say, I just want to say though, huh. uh, that uh, we might we're, we're quickly uh, approaching a time in our lives when bananas might cost one hundred and twenty thousand dollars because bananas are going extinct. Yes, <laughs> continue to raise the alarm. <laughs> I mean, this is it's true. I've heard about this. I was just talking to Kelly about this the other day, actually. Like on unspurred, I was we had we'd walked by somewhere that was selling bananas, and I was like, huh. You know, those bananas, they don't have seeds in them. How do they grow them? And she was like, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? shit. She's like, if those, if the plants that grow those bananas die, like, we don't have any way to replant them. You right. know, because they've been, we bred out the ability to recreate from them so that we can get the most nutrients out of them. Wow. Because a real banana doesn't actually look like that. It's actually filled with seeds. And oh, freaking yeah. Rob is, and freaking Rob is drinking banana milk. Like, yeah, just straight from the tea. Just, who cares about the bananas? Just make them into milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I saw, you know, those, those shitty videos on Facebook that, like, they're like the tasty videos or whatever, they're, or they're like quick little hacks that, I don't know, they're like the time-lapse instructional videos. And um, there's this one of, like, quick, like, kitchen hacks or whatever that you can do with your vegetables. And I need to send it to you, but because I'm going to explain it terribly, and it's great for an audio medium. But um, mm -hmm. the whole video was this hyper time lapse of, oh, do you have you know, do you have a uh, you know some leftover garlic? Just cut off the bottom and put it in a, in a thing of water, and it grows roots. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it's like, have some leftover green onions. Just trim off the bottoms, put it, put them in a cup of water, and it'll grow. It'll grow more the next day. And it's like. Mm -hmm. And it's like, save your oldest strawberries, and it's like, take off the skin, put them in a paper towel, and let it germinate for a couple of days, and then plant it in soil. And it went over and over with all these vegetables and fruits and stuff. And I was like, wait a second, your, your fucking like life hacks is, is, is vegetables have seeds? And plant them, and it grows a vegetable. <laughs> like this is not a life hack. That's agriculture. No. You know, <laughs> let me let me completely tangent on that. Just with a small story. For a short while, Kelly decided that she had she bought some romaine lettuce, and she was like, "Well, I'm going to keep the core, and then I'm going to grow back some lettuce." And I was like, "Okay, if you want." <laughs> so Kelly grew this 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 stump of romaine into this. Thing that wasn't romaine lettuce, but it, it blossomed romaine lettuce leaves, but it grew almost to the height of our ceiling what? before gravity took over and it started to just bend. Wow. And she grew this huge thing. And she, it, I we need had a picture. burgers one time. Okay. I, I, I have a picture okay. on my phone. I will send it to you. But like, she grew this thing and it grew and she pulled off the leaves one time and she ate them on a burger and she said it was fine. And I was like, okay. But like, wow. she grew this thing in our apartment. But like, in hindsight, she was like, wait, I don't think romaine actually grows like that. Like, you have to find seeds or something like that because you can't just plant a core and it'll grow. So we don't what really know it? what she grew. <laughs> I, but it, it was they, the leaves that came off of this really tall stalk looked wow. like romaine leaves. I just wonder if given the small container it was in, it didn't blossom the way that romaine lettuce does or something. 
we we don't know to this day, but she, it, we grew it for a little while. You, you know what also weird. pisses me off is there are these little things like like that where you're like, oh, you just you just decapitate it and throw it in a cup of water and it'll grow like six feet tall. Meanwhile, I will buy a perfectly good potted plant and take good care of it and water it and it will still die. Like, <laughs> like it's got New York soil and everything. not good for anything. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I got to be honest with you. We had this plant uh, when we were living in the Bay Area that was in our living room or not living room in our uh, dining room. And it was we had it since the entire time we lived in the Bay Area. We had it in our apartment. And mm-hmm. we actually took it with us down to L.A. Uh, that the movers took it when when they took the rest of our stuff, and I was like, okay, because we were debating whether to throw it out or not. And uh, we put it in the back on our back porch outside, and it promptly died. Like it died quickly. And here's the thing: <laughs> it's still sitting out there on the patio, dead. In its oh pot. man! God. I, we should just throw it away. I don't know why we haven't. I just can't let go of this damn plant. It's Wh- dead out there. What killed it? Just just the air or something? Or were you guys know. not taking care of it? I think, well, we weren't taking care of it because we had a lot going on. And I think it just, like, I don't know if it rained and it was just too much water. Like, it accumulated too <laughs> yeah, much because yeah, yeah. it was in a pot. I mean, it's not supposed to be out there. Um, anyway, <sighs> Plants, I feel bad. We had, that plant, we had that plant for, like, seven years. And it's, like, you know. Anyway, it's rough. Oh, but I was going to say. The, uh, the, the the music comment that I made earlier, it was referring to me, not you, Rob. I wasn't accusing oh. Rob of not knowing. Well, that, I was, that's I'm true of me. That's Vanessa and I have been watching, we've been putting, we've been watching Saturday Night Live still. I know we put mm-hmm. ourselves through I it I love every Saturday week. Night Live. I don't, oh, yeah? people hate on it, but I think it's still funny. I, I get I like still funny two or too. three clips on YouTube, but I, I, I don't actually sit down for the whole thing. Well, we we watch it. We watch it. It's a good thing we put on that when we're not as invested for whatever. Like it's it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of a mindless uh, you know option on Saturday so, night or or like later. Oh, like uh, like on Hulu, we'll put it on. Okay, okay. later. Just wondering. Yeah, and, and we'll just watch it and whatever. But um, but anyway, uh, every single so we've gotten into this habit of every single time the music performance comes on, we skip it. Yeah, because it's because <laughs> it's always terrible. Because it's always someone I've ne- and now every week it's like some like just last week it's like and now here's the baby. I'm like, who the fuck is the baby? <laughs> exactly. And like the week before that, it was King Princess or some shit. I've never right. heard of any of these people. And it's like Kanye it used to be. It used to be that like I had like every week I would at least have heard of the music act, but I, I might not be into it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I'd but be like, oh, some like, popular band I don't care about. Now I, I'm, I'm getting less and less in touch with music, it seems, because every week now it's like, who the hell is this and why is there, what the heck is happening? Well, in Welcome SNL's defense, in SNL's defense, that's what they've always done. I think they always bring on a handful of big name acts, but they also have to bring in like up and coming bands and up yeah. and coming indie folks and stuff. And it, I think that the evolution of what is considered semi popular indie has changed quite a bit. Yeah. It's not just some like band who plays in like maybe a handful of basements and small venues. Instead, it's like people that have become YouTube famous and they don't really like they maybe they tour a little bit, but like their music's just popular on Spotify. So they bring them on to SNL huh. to perform live. Um, I don't know, but I I, yeah. I I know what you mean because I never watched the music acts on SNL. But, no, I just feel. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was wrong. It's it wasn't the baby. It's the baby. No, oh, duh, oh baby. I thought you just da- made up something. I thought That's you, an actual. So did I. No, so wow. did I. D- d- no, it's pre- maybe it's pronounced the baby. It's all it's all the baby, the baby, the baby. Anyway, wow. I know it was pronounced the baby. Anyways, but I was 
It was just, well, it's, it's like, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, Mike, and that's that. That's one thing, but it, it's because their names are getting increasingly odd too, or they're they're not. Eh. You know, they're, I don't know. I think names might have always been weird, but like, I don't know. That's been my whole life is being out of tune with modern <laughs> music, and Mary it's makes fun of me of all the time because she'll you know mention or like some song will come on and like. Like, so like, for example, like now I know it's by Adele or whatever, but like, you know, hello will come on. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty catchy. And she's like, well, you know who it is, right? And I'm like, mm, no. And she's like, how do you not know who that is? Everyone in the world who know, knows who that is. And this happens for pretty much any music. Because if it's yeah, after I mean, like the 19th century, then I'm just no good. <laughs> Speaking of music, and this kind of comes full circle to the Christmas presents, I was, I was lying in bed last night, and I was kind of bemoaning, that, like, why do I have to get into the most obscure hobbies? I have been playing. I don't know what got me started in this. Let me open it up. Um, I was dicking around in GarageBand on the, on the phone just to see what's new. It's been a while. And they added a whole set of world instruments, and I really like the Guzang. And I kind of want to get one <laughs> and learn how to what? play it. <laughs> What is a guzang? It's Explain not, this. It's not loading, but it is a it is a type of classical Chinese zither. <laughs> that... Okay, you're gonna have to go a step deeper. What's a zither? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Have you ever seen um, like that that movie Hero? Um, it's a Chinese movie. Um, uh, we're gonna just go with a no from me, ah, dog. No, no. All right. Well, I can't think of any cultural references then. But basically, it is a stringed instrument that that lies um, flat, like like a tabletop, and mm-hmm. in imagine like a harp, but you pluck it from its side, and it sounds okay. it sounds you know typically Chinese. It's tuned to the pentatonic scale, like do 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 or whatever, and um, you you strum it, and uh, and and pluck it really rapidly and really I'll just splice it into this podcast recording because there's no way I can describe it but it sounds like traditional Chinese music comes from the guzang or the um trying to think of what the other ones are called the jap there's a Japanese version called the koto so a lot of like you know classic like samurai scenes or whatever like oh right you know whatever that like that's a koto anyway I don't know. They have it built into the GarageBand app, and it's pretty fun to play. And I was like, hmm. "How much are these on Amazon?" And they're like, 200 bucks." But yeah, what the actual <laughs> instrument? Yeah, plus 120 for shipping. So I want to see if there's a store in New York that sells. Guzang. There's definitely a store that's that sells one. It's <laughs> fucking New York, Rob. Come on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah. How, what what got you into this? You were just playing through the the various like instruments. You were like, "Oh, this sounds cool." Yeah, I was like. Well, first I saw they have some new interaction designs, which were which are pretty cool. Uh, I'm gonna try and load it again. But um, so like the the piano, you you get different effects. Like if you tilt your phone and stuff, and if you hit it harder or oh. softer. And I didn't know that. And the um, and then I was tra- trying out all the other instruments, and that's when I stumbled across these uh, Asian instruments. And I guess it's just kind of cool because unlike a piano, which is chromatic where you have every key possible the the guzheng but also other stringed instruments even a guitar is tuned to a scale so you could strum it and you would get a pleasing chord just by hitting all the default open frets right and right um 
I don't know, that sounds kind of like it'd be easier to dive into and mess around with. But I don't really like holding guitars, so I thought maybe the mm-hmm. Guzang would be a little easier <laughs> to like have I just plus. I just looked one up. These things look massive. You have room for this in your apartment? <laughs> They're about four feet long, I think. Yeah. That's fucking huge, dude. <laughs> How do you spell it? It's G-U-Z-H-E-N-G. Yeah. Because that's I just Googled it, and it's it is a cool looking instrument. Yeah. Um. Oh wow. So so you know how they have on on uh, online you can get the um tabs for guitars like yeah ta- you, yeah, you, yeah do they have that for this kusang <laughs> <Cousin> tabs. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so you can play like uh, you know uh, songs. You can learn real quick. Yeah, I don't know. And so in reality, like I'm afraid to like ask for that as a gift because I probably won't ever actually learn it. I'll just dick around with it and, <laughs> and get bored with it. Like like right, like my other instrument. What was it? <laughs> um, kalimba. I got this little kalimba because it was 15 bucks, and I just mm-hmm. had this hankering for a music for a, like an instrument, and um, it's pretty fun to play. That's another one that I can splice into here see that that's i've been i also had like a hankering like that where for the longest time i was like all this past summer i was like man i should just go buy like a cheap electric guitar yeah and a small little amp so i can plug headphones in and just just so i could like play something yeah in my in my mind i'm just like when am i gonna do that right you know when i was when i was younger i had like a, a whole set up in my basement where i lived you know and i had it i sit at a desk just like i'm doing right now but then like next to my desk i had a guitar stand and so like as i was doing something or if i was thinking or i wanted to just you know not be on the computer or whatever um i would pick up the guitar and i would strum it and play it while i was doing something else or just like sitting doing nothing um and i'm like if i had the room maybe that would actually work here in in my apartment but i just do not have the room to put like a guitar plus a little amp plus all this other stuff and i'm like a goozang (laughs) <laughs> or a guzang. I just don't have room for a guzang could, in my I apartment. Could fit a See, I could put it up on its side when I'm not using it, <laughs> and it would be fine. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I, I get it. Like, I used to play the piano all the time when I was just, when I was bored or when I was, like, in a mood or whatever. Like, going to an mm-hmm. instrument is a really good way to, like... I don't want to. I don't want to watch anything. I don't want to do anything. But I'll just sit there and hit the keys for a while, and it just felt good to just like mash out something, and mm-hmm. it would kind mm-hmm. of evolve into some music at some point. And um, I don't have that outlet anymore, and I can't get a piano. Um, and yeah, I I don't know. I'm just not not into guitar, even though that's the best portable instrument. That that's apparently yeah. how um, Mr. Rogers took out his frustration was on the piano. He'd hit the oh, yeah? low keys. Bong, bong, bong. That's in the movie from the movie. You guys I need to watch this. see the movie. Yeah, me too. Um but to 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 finish the that thought is if people don't have much space and they're interested in like something to just fiddle around with. There's something that I have been interested in but I feel like it was too expensive at the time is the Artifon. I saw this uh, presentation at Conflux at Amazon, and they had the inventor come in as like a guest. So they had these design conferences, long story short, for the employees. And uh, the guy who created this was a guest speaker. And it's a type of, um, it's not a synthesizer, which is what I thought it was. It's called a, a MIDI controller. So really, that's just about the input for your DAW, your software. Yeah. And... Um, Typically, those are like a drum kit where it's a bunch of uh, soft pads that you can hit, or it could be a keyboard. And, you know, so you can have piano keys, but it could be, you know, a trumpet or whatever you're playing. Um, This thing has a totally different form factor. You can lie it flat and play it like 
a piano or you can lift it up and play it like a violin or strum it like a guitar. So it's outfitted with like a lot of different sensors and stuff. Um, and so you just set up your software and it can be whatever you want it to be. So that could be kind of a good insurance. Like if I s spent a whole lot on this guzang <laughs> and it takes up four feet in my apartment and then I, I quit playing with it, at least with a MIDI controller, if I get tired of that, I could just do a different instrument. And right. also it's like the size of a computer keyboard. It's pretty small. Oh, well, that's good. So yeah, yeah that's something um, fun to check out. <laughs> I got a guitar uh, like two years ago. That I've never seen a, you play anything. An acoustic guitar that, I, well... <laughs> Neither has anyone else. Even after getting the guitar, I still haven't played it. I mean, I play. I played it for like a week or two, and then like tried to, you know, with the tabs online, trying to like play the songs and stuff that uh -huh. I or find songs I liked and tried to play them. Yeah, that just did not. I I really had this goal. I was like, fifteen minutes a day. I'm gonna practice, and I'm gonna be the best because, not the best, but I mean, I'll be decent. <laughs> if I could commit fifteen minutes a day, it should be simple. Ten thousand right? hours. It's like, yeah, it's like nope, that still didn't didn't pan out too well. Yeah. Do you guys hear this? What? Oh, you put it up to my mic. Yeah. So what is that? I'm put. So I bought this thing a while ago. Um, it's called. It's a pocket operator. It looks like a calculator. It, oh, it, wow. it kind of is. I'm the operator with my pocket calculator. But underneath, I if I could, I don't want to pull the thing apart, but like underneath it, it's just like a raw motherboard that's got all these little buttons on it. And so I bought the little case covers for it for this one. And I have another one looks like this mm. and these little like 8-bit semi, I don't know, musical things that you can link together and make music. I bought some of those and every once in a while I'll pull those out to just like use the preset 128 or whatever specific sounds and stuff to make these like 16 beat loops that you can do that you can chain together to make music oh cool it's it's really interesting when you brought up that midi controller thing it reminded me of that i had these um and yeah like for a while i was obsessed like every night i was using them for like 30 to 40 minutes at a time just like playing and learning how to manipulate them and put them together because there's two of them and so you've got like 128 times 128 options to mix all this stuff together, various tempos and tweaks and things that you can do on the fly. Because the idea is to just record music with these things on the fly. And so you you would start playing something with a basic beat, and then you start adding more sound effects. You start uh. looping. You start doing other stuff. Because um, I'm I realize that when I get into it, I get really into like the loopy. Like there's like a yeah. loop culture out there of like yeah. people that make music it like fun that. it's really really cool um and this is like the easiest entry into that it's like 60 bucks or something for one of these devices and um you, it, again the, the amount of music you can make with them is very limited but um it's still like a, it's a really interesting outlet that's just this little tiny ca calculator size thing uh it's made by uh this this company that just kicks butt i cannot remember what they're called um but if you search for uh, teenage engineering, that's what they're called. Um, they they oh. come up with a they made a whole bunch of different stuff. I think I heard. And of them. yeah, they're a really cool company. Um, they make a bunch of little different things. That they've got a new like little game machine coming out that they partnered with some other company. It's got like a crank on it and all this other stuff. But they also put out like high end electronic software and or high end electronic hardware that's like upwards of like fifteen hundred dollars. And I've looked and watched people play music on them like 
nonstop. Like I spent way too huh. many hours on YouTube just watching people make music on the fly so and then listening to the final product. It's so You cool. can make our intro for this episode now. There you yeah, go. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is I, uh, so cool. This is I, cool. I also sent I sent a link to to our chat and I can ex- explain it's uh it's an iOS app. I don't know if they have Android, but um it's from this uh uh music software company. I don't know if Josh knows of it called Reason. Um they have a, it's mostly for music, I guess, but um it's pretty like professional grade music software, kind of like Ableton, it, you know, same level. Anyway, Reason Compact is a pretty fun, free iPhone app, and you can just you do exactly what Mike was describing, where you put together a bunch of little loops, you can build on it. It's got a bunch of great little uh, synthesizers already built in with some kind of cool interaction design, again, about like how you touch it. It gives you a different response, and that was fun to play with. I, I definitely played around with that for a while. I think my challenge is that like the the looping thing was kind of fun but i prefer more like the long riff of like just kind of exploring a certain like you know do 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 like random ling- lingering melody mm-hmm. and uh the the software isn't set up to support that it's like after whatever number of seconds then it, it quits recording and you have to loop it but uh that that's also kind of fun so if anyone is listening you know and they don't want to spend 60 bucks on the little pocket calculator they could try that out kind of neat yeah it's very cool yeah how's it yeah sorry now i just want to play around with these little things that i've got because i for, you know i i look at them in my drawer all the time but until i actually start talking about them i forget how cool they are yeah i want to yeah. i just want to dick around and play with instruments and another thing that i i should put this on my christmas list damn of uh <laughs> I want to get a field microphone and just go around and do more field recordings because typically what I've done for this podcast in the past is I use the Auphonic app on the phone, which does Mm -hmm. a a raw audio recording. And anytime there's street musicians, I'll try and capture that. And I throw that in there for the intro and outro music because it's it's free. I mean, it's just some random guy on the street, so he can't claim copyright. (laughs) Right, sure. (laughs) And, um, And yeah, but I like to do better quality recording of that i think that'd be kind of cool yeah there, there are field mics out there that are like 100 bucks that are very nice like i've got one for the show for irie comic books and oh yeah we've used it at cons and it's really really nice you get They're the really nice. zoom yeah okay. zoom i could i could send you the link that i purchased but nice. yeah the zooms are really nice alex the guy who did the buddhism episode with me he apparently mm-hmm. has some sort of connection with zoom and could get me a discount so maybe I'll oh explore great that. yeah yeah that could be cool yeah could be well, all I, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're done with that. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I meant. <laughs> I am out of wine. <laughs> uh, well, it has been over an hour, I think. Yeah, but I got to cut about 10 minutes of you complaining about your job. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so I don't know how much time. We should insert it's fine. something. <laughs> We should insert, so I should come up with another dilemma that could lead into Mike's... Oh, and uh, I'll splice in stuff about the Gujang and the Artifon yeah. and other instruments, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, this is fun. No, I, I think originally we were, I was going to talk about, like, 
why people listen to podcasts and different types of podcasts they listen to. <laughs> oh, right, I forgot we did have like a topic. But um, no, this was much better. I actually this is better. This yeah, is, look at us being all topical, talking about Christmas coming up. And I know, like that's so. And cool. you know, I'm I'm pretty pretty bummed that you know Nick didn't want to join in, but on the bright side, now we'll have someone to listen to it. So <laughs> sure. Yeah, because <laughs> I definitely was not listening this whole time. <laughs> did the did the did the last out. episode come out okay, Josh? The the banana episode. Oh, did you release that? <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! Did you release that? Because I I don't remember seeing it in my podcatcher. I I even set up a robotic Telegram group to alert everyone <laughs> when it's released. Oh, brother, I, should, I just I, should, I just didn't put that in my queue. My bad. Okay, I that's that's why we were talking about bananas. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I did. I that was cl- totally confused. <laughs> I did that callback to bananas. Mike banana just rolls milk. with it. Yeah, um, Th- that's what it is to be a podcast host, man. I don't know what the people are talking about three quarters of the time. I'm just like, yeah, man, okay, totally cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's <laughs> what it's uh, going extinct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're uh, yeah. W- w- which I was I was mentioning that because we talked so long about banana milk in the last episode, <laughs> and then I was, and then we ended up going back <laughs> into the banana topic. <laughs> that was my stupid Bananas attempt at a again. callback joke that just, just did not work because nobody listens to the show. <laughs> well, it kind of worked the third time when we found out yeah. no one listened no, to it. No, it's okay. It's all good. No, I, okay. I should probably subscribe to our show, though, so we have you don't one subscribe. more subscriber. Oh, my God. Josh, you don't even promote it. You could at least subscribe to it. I know. I'm sorry. I just, uh, you know, I don't you're like... only on like four episodes. So you yeah, could, yeah. there's plenty that you could listen to. I just don't like anything that I do. No, but I'm saying oh, I'm doing it without you. Like, I know, I know. That's true. So those shows I love, right? Like, like, like mm-hmm. I, I really like the... the Alex Monroe episodes. Those are good. I did. I listened to the Buddhism oh, okay, one. Okay. Okay. Yep. This, this, this podcast is just going to be me, like, in defensive mode about not listening to our podcast. Even, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You don't have to listen to it, but when there's a new episode, you just post a little tweet, say, hey, check out this episode. And All right. You could be I'll a good co-host. Do, Especially now because you're better. famous and stuff. So I'm, I'm not famous. Yeah. It's so funny. How, like, it's amazing how much you can like work with famous people and never be famous yourself. <laughs> you're fame-ish. Fame-ish. Yeah, fame-ish. I like L- that look term. at Sona Obsession. She finally has her big break as the sidekick on a podcast. Yeah, well, she's freaking great, though. Like, <laughs> but it took her what ten, fifteen years to get there. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah, she's in, and she's in like the videos with Conan and stuff. I mean, that's different, though. She's like kind of become like a character. Yeah, like a lot of the people that work close to Conan have kind of become characters. So this is yeah. If you, if you're in that, you know, if, if you're in that position, then yeah, then you can become famous too, I guess. But. Hmm. But yeah, we'll get I'm you not, there one day. I'm not looking for that. I just, uh, I'm happy <laughs> just, you know, uh, I'm just going to do my thing, you know. Just behind the scenes, behind guy. Behind the scenes. It's better. It's way better. Mm-hmm. Which you, is why. You, you, don't miss, you don't miss your days of being the bucket? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, look how well that worked out for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I got pay, paid nothing to do horrible stunts on a morning show that uh, I thought, you know, was going to lead to something that didn't. So yeah, yeah, yeah Vanessa. Thought, that's true, but that wasn't really that wasn't through that wasn't through that. Well, it kind of was. I don't know. It was a different. No, it was it was that morning show that that they talked about it. So yeah, I guess you're right. That's true. I got that out of it. But <laughs> yeah, in <something>. terms of, <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. Good point. All right. Great. Um, yeah. Cool ending. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say that this will be really awkward because I, <laughs> I, I have a, a backlog episode, which was immediately following the banana episode. And it was the one where we talk about your AirPods. Oh, shit. So that's now right. I feel like this would be better to post. I don't know what order I'll post it in, but we'll, we'll But now the AirPods are old news. Like, I, just leave that one out because I, I had no <laughs> idea what the it. hell I was talking about anyway. Like, okay. I, I, I actually think they sound great. I've been using them a lot. They're, they're good. I like okay. them. I don't know what That's I was, I don't way. even know what I said before. Yeah, I think I you pretty much I said say. that. We, we had really... to re record it because you changed your opinion. <laughs> Yeah, and then it probably changed again. You know, there's the, the, the first time why. we recorded it was has a bunch of cool features. The audio's okay, and then you texted me and you're like, "No, you know, I was too harsh on the audio. Let's re-record." And then you talked about how great oh, the audio was. Oh God, this is why this is why I had to do live radio before because like it, I had to just be done with it the moment that mm-hmm. it came out of my mouth. I couldn't. I my opinion changes so much that like you only you don't say it only like. In the moment is when anything that it, five minutes later it won't count for anything anymore. Hmm. What I'm talking about? It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's the curse of being me. <laughs> oh, anyway, no, I'm, right. I'm kidding. I actually think they're great. But anyway, good times. If you <sighs> have right. a field recorder, feel free to record interesting stuff in the universe and then send it to me, and I'll put it on the podcast as ambient music. All right. Yeah, I should do that because I, I get enough. I hear enough of that stuff at the subway, so I should do that more often. Yeah. I almost got urinated on today by some guy <laughs> in the train station, and so the sounds Jesus. of that, uh, you, you, and then the the smell of the guy on the front the train this morning, you, you it doesn't have a sound, but <laughs> holy hell, today was a horrible day for public transit for me. It was the worst. Oh, I can't even tell you. Oh my I god. I can't even tell you. It was so bad. You know, <laughs> just because. I can't leave a subway story unturned. Chris just told me about how after we went we went to this uh to this bar for for trivia just the two of us and um and afterwards he he got on the train and went home but he was like pretty buzzed and super tired at that point and he said he didn't realize that half of the train car was empty, right? Which is always a bad sign. Oh my goodness, and, yep. And then, but, and he was like zoned out. And then he finally realized like right when he was getting off that the guy, there's like this seemingly homeless guy across from him sitting, um, I think with like sweatpants or something, just like, you know, legs wide open, massive hole in the crotch and his ball sack was just hanging out full view. And he was like, "Wow, no. good thing I didn't notice that initially." But <laughs> yikes! Ugh. Thank God we found a better way to end the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just open ball sacks. That was much better. Tune in next week. <laughs> Stay in the suburbs. <laughs> uh, all, all right, right. I let's, really let's do yeah, have let's to go, cut it off here. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna stop over okay. here. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you.